Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fitbit Pod. My name is Ben Lomas, and with me is a man who's currently on the move, Daryl Chai Singer. Oh, interesting introduction. Hello, Benjamin Lomas. Hello, Fitbit cryptic, listeners. Cryptic. Uh, on the move is ironic, isn't it? Because it is like, isn't Victoria one of their slogans back in the day? Victoria, on the move. On the move. It, was, it used to be on the number plate. It's on my first car. It was on yeah. the move. On the move. And how things have with, changed. Within 15 kilometers. <laughs> yeah. And also, wasn't there one, Victoria, the Garden State? The Garden State. <laughs> that, is, that is very... Uh, local knowledge, still. That's very, very good. I don't know. I guess when I came to Australia, I was looking at number plates going, fuck, they've got slogans. Sri Lanka doesn't have slogans. It's funny. Did you ever play? I used to play this game, which I'm playing with my kids now, is the number plates used to be uh, three letters and three numbers. Now, and so did you ever play the game where if you had to make a sentence from those three letters? Well, not a sentence. I just love finding little, uh, well, sentence is nice. I like that. Uh, Yes. But I I like, you know, something like suddenly the number plate is C-U-M. I'm like, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, because I used to play with my grandmother, so it'd be like, you know, um, you know, uh, what's your pick three letters? W A T. So it was like, you know, uh, Wendy asks Tom or something like that, right? Wow, so you, that- got, you and grandma has some wild times. <laughs> I can't believe I feel so much former that I missed out on Benjamin's upbringing with <laughs> Wendy and Tom. Wendy <laughs> asks Tom. Wendy asks Tom. I mean, what is she asking? I mean, yeah. that's the start yeah. of the, that's yeah. the start of the log line to the movie. Um, yeah. But I remember I've been doing it with my kids, but it just made me realize it's like my daughter's like, oh, um, what, what were some of your favorites? And then I remember we did this for ages. Like grandma would pick me up from school. And then one day grandma just stopped, went quiet and went, look at it. And there was a number plate, me, one, two, three. And my grandma's like, my work is done. <laughs> she was just so impressed with the number plate that it was just like, you know, like it was just me, one, two, three. And it wasn't like and a then M-E. M-E, one, two, three. And it wasn't oh. like a bought, it wasn't like it was like, you know, an original issued number plate. It just no, it ended has up, to be. No, 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 it wasn't because you looked at the car and it was one of those old ones where before they became green and white, they were mm. uh, black and white. And okay, so- okay. It was the original number plate. And I just remember vividly going, yeah, what are the chances? Well, that is one just my, so good. One of my best friends from university, Becky, she her, her stepdad collects number plates, has a whole shed of number plates. Like that's his niche hobby. Like I, he's a, you know, they're lawyers. They're, you know, I love that. I love that, you know, you with all the things you can do with your money, you just found something that is just for you and you only. I, I genuinely, I'm not even trying to be sarcastic. No, no, I no. Genuinely, you're, you're talking to someone who used to collect number plates as well. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to have so many, so many. Uh, from what do you Europe. What do you collect now, other than offspring? Uh, I was trying to think what else. What What do I still collect? Um, I mean, you still keep, have you kept all your old collect? So I've still got my collection of basketball cards. Okay, cool. It's interesting because okay, um, I will. Well, I'll say it now because the reason Ben said on the move and how we got on this tangent is because I am actually moving house in the middle of a pandemic, which is great and good fun. Uh, but we can get to that. But in this process of moving, in fact, I'm moving tomorrow as we are recording this. Um, I've been obviously digging stuff out and finding um, various stuff. Uh, you bring up basketball cards. I have old footy cards from like 2009, 2010. Now, <laughs> like the full collection, you know, the Herald Sun when they, you know, you, you, um, you get the booklet and then you buy like $5 a day or whatever. Uh, you get the footy cards. Or is it two bucks? I can't remember. Now, I don't know. Should I throw them out or not? 
Well, it, de- it depends. Like, it, it's funny. Like, when I, all those years ago, when I did that Marie Kondo stuff, like, wow, I, I love this because, Ben, sorry to cut you off there, because yeah. I've been finally, I got down to you. You claim of all the self help books that you've ever read, yeah. the one that you put right on the top above any other self help book, David Goggins, uh, um, yeah. you know, Stephen Covey, whatever, you put Marie Kondo. Yeah. Right. And I loved it. And so, so I, um, I've actually finally started reading her book and um, mate, uh, look, it's, I'll put it this way. It's not necessarily, um, um, I would put it up high up there, but maybe I haven't fully executed her plans yet. However, the benefits I'm getting from it, absolutely massive. Like yes. uh, the, I guess I've seen her Netflix stuff and I just kind of got the gist of it, but within the book, there's certain like specifics around like um, uh, receipts and booklets and, and warranties. And specifically, <laughs> and she pointed out that, you know, most manuals, we can save the user manual in case we need it for later, but everything's Googleable now. Like you can just Google yeah, everything. Absolutely. So why keep manuals, keep the warranty. And she said also the warranty is put it in the one like folder or whatever, That's like what a I got. folder. And then you just start, you know, as you're looking for it, remove the ones that have expired, you know, and yeah. you keep that going. So I love that. So sorry to cut you off. I'm in the Marie Kondo world. I'm in the process of moving house. Tell me what you were going to say. No, I was just going to say it's it's uh, you know you, you'll have to you have to hold the you know you have to hold the cards, which is what I did with the basketball cards, and I held each basketball card uh-huh. and then and said, "Does this spark joy?" Oh, when when you would yeah. So when you say hold, explain to listeners. Uh, so so, so the whole the premise is is you go through each one of your belongings, starting off with your clothes and then working all your way down to your most personal items. The right. crux of the thing is, uh, you know, it sounds corny, but you know, um, again, if you hold it and it sparks joy or you feel some sort of attachment, then you keep it. If it doesn't, it moves on. And again, right. uh, there's a lot of caveats, uh, there's a, uh, a lot of issues in Marie Kondo, but you know, like it's you don't throw it away. You you, you give it to the op shop. That's my biggest bugbear with Marie Kondo she talks about throwing it away when really it's it's give it to the op shop well um, yeah I guess but, uh, um, yeah the, I mean she doesn't specify not to give it to op shop right she doesn't say you know what don't no. don't give it to them her new up, her updated book is better she actually really? has okay. uh yeah but but um but so so but then with the basketball cards is I still have my mm-hmm. folder with my favorite collection of basketball cards that I went through and I've kept it and then also the nerd I was I also had the A Beckett magazine of when Shaquille O'Neal was the number one first draft pick, which has all the prices of all the basketball cards. So I still have that, which is, you know, arguably the collection, which is next to my other collection, which is the full set of Asterix and Obelix in Dutch Ah. and English, the full set of Tintin. The full set, the whole books. uh, Yeah, all the books uh, in, uh, in, in Tintin. Uh, I think I've missed a couple with uh, Tintin. And then, of course, I've got a huge selection of a Dutch comic called Suska and Visca, which They're great, uh, great just keeps going, um, and going and going. Movie reviewers. Um, the, um, um, <laughs> but, uh, and the other one now, the other, the other collection we've talked about before, the only one I still have is sauce. a collection of, uh, of uh, vintage uh, desk lamps. Desk lamps. My God, Ben, you are a fucking onion if I've ever met one. There's just so many layers to you. Um, so, so, so look, I the Marie yeah. Kondo uh, to sort of put opinion on uh, put a, put an order in uh, in it is that I love the approach of um, not thinking of something as if you throw it away you haven't you've wasted it or what except sorry let's use the word throw it away as a shortcut for giving it to Chip Salvos or, or donating to charity right yeah 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 but yeah. if you put it away or you throw it away. 
if you let it, we'll go, let it go, that it's not like it was wasted. Like, for example, if you bought a top that you only wore once and then three years later, you still haven't worn it. It's like, don't look at it as like, yeah. oh, I've only worn it once. I better wear it one more time. It's like, you probably won't. So don't look at it like that. While it was in your life, it brought you joy and it did its job. So like, it sounds really corny, but like feeling really grateful for what it provided and saying thank you to it and then letting it go. I found it really beneficial because there are so many things that I'm just like, ah, I don't know if I can get rid of this. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm getting better, but I'm still, if there is a spectrum of, of hoarder or, or not hoarder, I'm definitely in the past, the middle point, like closer towards being a hoarder than not. Like, I don't know. Have you been no, in no, your no, no, Exactly. Health? So I'm not talking about that like actual mental, <laughs> um, you know, health issue about people so properly hoarding. Like that's that's obviously the extreme spectrum. I'm 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 definitely not in the the letting go aspect of it. Now um, I want to share this with you and the listeners in terms of things that I would collect. Right. Uh, I kind of want to throw to you what you think I might collect in terms of collections. So footy cards is like, I can give or take. I'm not sure whether I'm going to keep it or not, but it's there. It's from 2009, 2010, and 2011. Um, and also... And that's an old yeah. collection. Do you well, know? Like, just that's, good. That's, like, that's a kid. You, that's what you do when you're a kid. Like, I collect basketball cards when I was like 10 or 12, yeah. not in my 20s. I know, I would have been... Oh, shit, how old would I have been? 25, 26, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, it's kind of... And because you're on the move and, you, you, you know, like, and then you've moved to a different country, it's like, you've always been like, like, you know, you're like, you know, you, you tour a lot. Like, there's only so much. But imagine if I, like, took you know my, I mean? like the, you know, uh, Dale Thomas card and, you know, he's a mate of mine now, get him to sign that. Or took, like, Nick Rewall's card, get him to sign it, you know. But for some reason, they're not right. worth much there's anymore. A Le- there's a LeBron days. James actually- rookie card that sold for $5.2 million. <laughs> See, okay, that I, that I can that, that that is insane. That is that is pretty crazy. But then also, there's supposedly that you can like the forgery of them is quite high as well. Like you know, like there's there's opportunities. Well, this um, is for know. me. This is where like uh, we can't go down this rabbit hole. But you know what NFTs are? Non fungible tokens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, 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 yes. I do. Oh, I really? actually okay, do know. Yeah, they so, are. so my on my other. What, what do you mean? Oh no. <laughs> I don't collect them. I'm, I'm definitely in looking into it and I might buy some next week, but that's a different issue. People can find, in fact, if you want a deep dive on my entire crypto journey, listen to my other podcast, um, uh, Mad Stacks, with Dil- Dilruk's Mad Stacks, uh, which is, you know, in the last two, three weeks, you can see my journey of not knowing anything about crypto to buying Bitcoin and stuff to then buying yeah. other coins. And now next week it'll be NFT. So I'm mean, because because I because in that one like Shiba went through the roof and everyone's saying that you know if you've seen Shiba like it's the new Elon Musk one where you, it just goes through the roof and it's like you know it's so funny because like you, it, it, I mean it was WhatsApp group where it's just like all about stocks and shares and then you just see people riding the high so it's so funny it's like you know you get the messages the phone goes up going I've made thousands and you know perfectly well if they don't get earlier you'll get a text message at the end of the day going I'm yeah 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 thousands yeah. the roller coaster of oh, crypto crypto is very oh, volatile man, don't do uh, the key takeaways I'm not going to get into the deep dive but the key takeaways is uh don't buy uh don't spend any money that you can't afford to lose so it's in think of think of it as going it's to gambling. the casino if you're going to go to the casino <laughs> having said that there's certain things like bitcoin and ethereum that i've i have chosen to believe might be a bit more long term so i have a strategy of you know small small investments in it over time and uh again go yeah. to Dilruk's mad stacks if you want to hear my journey with that but um 
the reason I bring up collectibles is also because of the the fact that once I initially didn't understand the point of uh, NFT, which is that it's like a you know a GIF or whatever that you know all of a sudden people are paying mm-hmm. a lot of money just to say that they have the original GIF. I didn't get it. That then someone said, well, look at yeah. sports cards, right? They're just cardboard with a print on it, and people value that, and that made sense to me. And I went, oh yeah, you have the original. Like now I see how it kind of. I don't. I don't. Yeah, really it's, it's market-driven, obviously. It's like right. to one person, you know, 5.2 million for LeBron James. I mean, but how do you get the rights It's there it? on the blockchain. I can't get into it. But basically, it shows that only you and you only are the ones that have the uh, the actual, the original. Because the there's a ledger that shows basically, you know, who, like say you, Ben, Ben gave Dill um, um, a birthday card. You know, it says there or whatever. Uh, and it specifically... Yeah. It says no and then no one can edit it or anything like that you can't change it so whenever you need yeah, to yeah, yeah, check yeah. it's like it's always going to be there that's the I'm, look i'm very much sweeping over the broad no 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 no. i because but i was always curious about yeah because you you hear about all these people selling their rights yeah, or buying yeah, yeah, it yeah, back yeah. like you know like like charlie with a bit finger oh like, right know, right so someone's saying i own the Stuff original like thing is that it, it, it yeah, didn't yeah, make yeah, sense yeah, initially because yeah. you're like why would you care because then you can just you know you can youtube it it's not like you, you like who, who owns yeah, 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 exactly. Right, totally. <laughs> but then if it's got like a value attached to it, the way humans attach value to sports cards, you know, it's a piece of cardboard. Who gives a fuck, right? That's what some people um, would have yeah. thought. But the reality is we cre- the market was all of a sudden created where now people do value that. And anyway, that's the whole point. Now, what would you think I would collect then? <laughs> I reckon I wouldn't put past you. You have a bit of a couple of stamps. Uh, I did as a child, uh, maybe in my late, uh, early teens. So no, not okay. no more stamps anymore. Okay, stamps. Um, I reckon. Uh, have you kept a, a poster collection? I just poster got rid of mine. Of what? <laughs> I don't know. Like a famous sports uh, stars. Like I had all basketball players mm, from the nineties. Oh, maybe like I have certain like Eminem stuff, like my first Eminem CD that I bought and things like that. Maybe, maybe is that what you mean? But think, think of me. What do you, when yeah. you think of me, what do I love more than anything else? You love a good self. That's true, book. but they're all on Kindle. <laughs> uh, well, to be fair, there's some that I have hard copies Kindle. that I'm, I'm struggling to let go. Yeah, okay. What do I love, Ben? What uh, do I love? It, I mean, unless you've, you, you've, uh, you know, bought pasta from the <laughs> 1930s. Nothing perishable. <laughs> Collectibles. What do I love, Ben? What would I want to collect? <laughs> what would you want to collect? Is Play at home, listeners. Like... What would Dill collect? What does Dill enjoy? Okay, give, give us a clue. Well, give us a clue. Uh, the fact that I'm referring to myself in the third person should give you a clue. <laughs> Oh my God. So you're trying to get your own NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I realize I collect is I have so many little moments of my uh, life that I've hung on to. So my biggest collection is, uh, is myself. Yourself. Yeah, that's myself. what do I love more than anything else? Myself. The little the trinkets. trinkets. So I trinkets. have an entire little folder of um, the first time I was on a on a comedy festival. Uh, on, on, sorry, a scrapbook. scrapbook. Like, it's a folder which I've just, just shoved, shoved stuff in. There's like yeah. my first, um, um, you know, time I was on a uh, the spleen poster, for example. You know, the first time my 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 picture made the cut yeah. there or the first time I did spleen or the first time I was on um, you know the comics lounge when they pr- had their printed guide and then I was like the support yeah, act yeah, or whatever so like well, yeah. I've collected all of that the various Melbourne Comedy Festival um, uh, the passes where you, you you know 
Yeah, I got the passes. Every single poster I've ever been on in terms of like my solo shows, yeah. which you also have framed yours and you've got them and I want to frame mine at some point. Yeah. I um, I collected the um, the poster that my girlfriend and I, when we were in Tasmania, we walked past a poster of mine, a couple of posters of me performing and uh, we tore that yeah. off and she has one and I have another one. So like that, I, I do have a weird collection of myself, newspaper articles every time a review went in. But what's been really fun is there's also the non-career stuff that I've recently, uh, you know, I knew I had him, but I just had a quick flick through. I had my first airline ticket when I flew to Australia back when it was back when it was a solid, uh, yeah. you know, that little red ink. Oh, that yeah, I've still got my first one when I went to Holland when I was 18. There you go. Yeah, so I've got that. I've got, I found just this morning, uh, do you remember I had a bit about getting mugged and getting the stuff yeah. off me one by yeah. one? Yeah, 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 yeah. I found the police report of that. It's like, oh, dear, it's, wow. it, it's, fu- it's like I didn't even do any stand-up. I just pretty much read the script like word for word. And that was one of my big, uh, oh, hello, who's this? Um, sorry. Um, so yeah, it's like I just read the script w- straight out of the police report and told the story as is. That's so, well, it's fu- but it's fun finding all that kind of, especially because at the moment now we, we, we're, we're looking for, we, we might, our place might need to be painted and we're kind uh-huh. of really looking forward to it because it, for- yeah. it forces you to do a cleanse. Yeah. It forces you to go through all your stuff because yeah. your trink- your trinkets that you're keeping is amazing. Yeah. And, and I've got a folder. I've got like, I've got two folders. I've got folders, one for myself yeah, uh, and then one for pretty much Myra and I. Yeah, so, so there you, sort you of, go. That's so you really sort of, cute. You said one when you were like a sort of a kid, but now with you know now, now you got to become a lot more savvy because now you've also got you know two kids. So yeah. there's only so many drawings you can keep, I <laughs> and know. also you got to be really careful which ones you put in the bin and make sure you put something on top of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to <laughs> give them a bad, uh, bad, yeah. bad. So uh, anyway, so look, that's that. That's kind of. I still feel like. Thank you. Thanks, Marie Kondo. I def- definitely got rid of a chunk of stuff. This man, this clothes-wise, like, again, I like her process. Hold it. Does it spark joy? There's, like, a T-shirt when I first was part of the Melbourne, Co- um, sorry, the uh, Melbourne Uni Commerce Student Society when I was the committee of it and my first job as it is to get these, you know, T-shirts printed. I found my original one from 2004. I'm like, oh, man, I'm not going to throw that. Like, I know yeah. it, it's, like, it's fucking filthy. It's probably covered in fucking beer and all this shit. Um, yeah. My, my jungle stuff, for example, in I'm a Celebrity, I realized I saved a lot of the things, like the shorts I was wearing, the shoes, the t- shirt, the hat, um, uh, the, the shorts and all this. And I thought, you know what? I don't need the shorts. I'm never going to wear that again. Exactly. I'll keep, I'll keep the T-shirt. That's going to give me memories. I'll get rid of the other stuff. You know, yeah. well, well, the boots as well I kept because they're fucked. They're quality. Um, and of course, the hat, the hat, in case I ever need to. And, that, and that's about, that's about, and like that's the thing. Like I think I've been trying to teach my kids about that. That like you know, the, the, quite often the memory stays along. So you know, when you yeah. lose people, and and that can be the same thing with stuff because it's so easy nowadays that if you know a kid loses something, you just replace it straight away. Yeah. And really, we the thing we always say is like, well, maybe another kid finds it and it becomes their toy. And it becomes their joy. Yeah. It becomes their love. So how does that translate to Dave O'Neill's book that I'm not sure whether I should throw or not? The um no, but you but the, but the books and you probably haven't got to the books is the hard one. And I talk about all the blogs and Marie Kondo that books is the hardest one because ultimately some people say the diehards is you only need like ten or twenty books. Yeah. Now I can if I just turn around and just show you this, like this is just my kids' room. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's yeah. really hard. Book, book. Yeah, I like, again, we can't spend too much time on Maria Kondo. We need to talk about health and fitness. But uh, but, but we, because uh, we did a whole Patreon on Maria Kondo, remember? Yeah. <laughs> um, but she says start with clothes because those are the easiest ones. And, and then, that, you know, move so on to books. But it's really, really, I found it challenging to get rid of books. Like, oh, man, especially, you know, one of the hard, most heartbreaking ones is my parents in back in 2004 gave me a cookbook for Sri Lankan cooking. And yeah. I was like, oh, I can't, like, I wanted to let go of this and I couldn't. I did in the end because, yeah. man, who the fuck's going to flick through a cookbook anymore? And, also, and again, think about, unless, unless that cookbook, genuine. So the example I have is, uh, is I've kept one that yeah. it was called the, uh, it's called the Mafia Cookbook. Now, it's still out there. It's an old one where it was written by a guy in New York who cooked yeah. for the mafia. Yeah. And quite often is he had to taste the food before giving it to the, the mafia bosses. And quite often is they'd be in like some old restaurants. We had to learn to cook with whatever he could find, right? And my mum cooked heaps with this book. Like, it is just like, for some reason, it was just so good. And I was like, I found that copy and I still have that copy. And it's that thing where I was like, oh, I'll, I'll still look at this. And also these these recipes I can't Google. So many of the other recipe, recipes you can still Google. Mm-hmm. Um, but in saying that, my son got a cracking because he's really into cooking and baking. Yeah. And he got his first cookbook. So he's right. five and he got one, which is Donna Hay, which is focused on kids. And it's great because he opens up and goes, oh, yeah, can you do see, this one? That, do that's, one? that's all great because it's being used. That's the exactly. clear difference. Whereas the one I'm talking about was I've saved it for you know, since 2004 and maybe flipped it open once, there's yeah, really yeah, yeah. no reason for me to hang on to it, especially if it's something that you feel like you didn't, you forgot was even there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not, it's not necessarily like a trinket box or whatever we talked about, you know, you might forget what's there. And it's always nice when you open it and go, oh, there's that, you know, but, but I feel like the cookbooks and things like that. Look, I did a big color, got rid of some DVDs, um, kept a few, got, kept a lot of DVDs, which I, you know, like Hawthorne Premiership wins and stuff like that. You know, yeah. there's always fun and they have memories attached to them. And like, and like with my trinkets, I have one box, right? Mm-hmm. So in the end, I had like, like, a, like a suitcase full yeah. and then I narrowed it down to one little box, which is a little drawer, which my kids occasionally like me to take it out. And so in there, the oldest one I have, the oldest trinket I have of a memory is I have the old badge that the KLM pilots used to wear on our first trip from Holland to Australia. In like That's lovely. And yeah. so, and the kids are so fascinated because they were like, "Oh my god!" The, you, you know, they they gave you a pin. Like nowadays, everything's sanit- you know sanitized that you never give yeah. a kid a pin, right? Yeah. <laughs> like so, it's kind of. But then it's so funny because we brought it out recently, and the other hard one as well is with people is like you know if you've been in a very long term relationship, you give each other a lot of gifts, right? And right, and and my favorite one is like you can't keep all of them. Like you'd love to, but you you can't keep all of them. And like you know, like there's ones when we were in Europe. But my favorite story is, and I haven't told this on the pod, is I once gave my partner Maya um, some earrings. And I was like, you know what? I'm pretty good. Sure, she works at a jewelry store, but I reckon I can pick out my own set of earrings. Gave the earrings. Happy birthday. Love you very much. Great. Awesome. And she's like, thank you very much. Cut back six months later. It's Christmas time. Uh, we're having dinner at my in-laws. And I look across and I see my mother-in-law wearing those earrings. <laughs> and I go, Marianne, where did you get those earrings? And then I just see Maya go, oh, no. I was like... How amazing is this? She re-gifted the gift that I gave her to her mother. (laughs) Well, in Sri Lanka, in Sinhalese, we have a saying that says, Tagen Tagger Utum Tagger, which means that, you know, the gift that you you, uh, re-gift is, fuck, it's great. I think it's a point. <laughs> I forgot the exact. I forgot what Utum means. It's like it's it's noble. It's like the the best the best gift is the gift that you re-gifted or something like that. 
Oh, that's Sammy. a trade, say. I want that on a T-shirt. Yeah, that yeah. one shrunken person who has time to read it before. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in this uh, interest of uh, moving house and all that, obviously, uh, my back uh, has been an issue trying to make sure that I don't put things out. Uh, the good thing is that uh, I'm kind of going from a furnished to an unfurnished uh, apartment, right? Furnished, sorry, furnished. sorry, sorry, sorry. Furnished to another furnished apartment. Oh. So the heavy items really have been limited. It's not like I need to make sure that there's a... Hang so you've been living in a furnished apartment this whole time? Pretty much, yeah. But you've been living there for years. So? Oh, I've never I've never heard of long-term furnished people staying in long-term. You know, like in my head, it's like, oh, it's just six months, furnished apartment, move on. Yeah. But yeah. So the couch that you've been sitting on hasn't yes. been your couch? No. <laughs> that blows my mind away. Well, I, you've got to remember the type of person that I was, especially prior to the pandemic, you know? Yeah. Like, I was hardly. So you ever never bought home. a couch. Never bought. I bought one back in uni when I was like, you know, much uh, when I was in an unfurnished apartment and I needed a couch. It was a fucking pain in the ass to cart around every time I moved house every year. <laughs> yeah, well, mate, in uni, you just you just put it out in the street, and the next uni student then puts it into their house. That's how it's. Yeah, exactly. It was a good. It was a really nice one, which is like it's like a normal sort of couch with the back, but then you just pull it a bit and it drops down into a double bed. <laughs> the, 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 uh, so, so hang on. So the, the bed is the bed yours. The mattress is mine. The, okay, but the, which is the, actually an issue because the place I'm moving into has two uh, two queen mattresses, and I'm going to bring my own mattress. I'm like, I asked the the real estate agents. I'm like, can I get rid of these mattresses, please? I don't need a second bed. Uh, they're like, well, uh, if you do, you it's you have to put it in storage. Just make sure you put it back when you that. I'm like, ah, bugger. But it's nice. Look, I have a spare room in case at some point there's going to be like visitors from I don't know my mum and dad, my girlfriend's parents, whoever. Yes. If they come in, they've got a spare bedroom, so that's nice, and a spare toilet. That's really great. I got oh, that's a, that's a, that's a good one. I, yeah, I, I get to shit in two toilets from tomorrow onwards. Sorry, oh, three no. because I still have this one <laughs> for a little while, for like a week over. But that, three. That's my dream. That's my dream. I, I, I'm in a house with four people with one toilet, including two oh. kids. And- ben, you know the reason I moved out alone back in 2014 was this one morning when I was busting to to take a, sorry 2017 i was busting to to take it down but my housemate was in the toilet and i went i can't i can't do this anymore i mean like again he's not this he's not doing anything wrong he's allowed to go to the toilet he's got a pool yeah, as well yeah. everybody has got a pool but i remember thinking i deserve to poo when i need to poo <laughs> i yeah especially and this when is you so, get older you what, gotta go when you and, gotta go and here's the privilege of this in like the frustration. I'm like, I can't poo. I can't fucking poo in my own apartment. You know how, how I ended up pooing? I had to go to, to the swimming pool <laughs> that is in the building and use one of the, the, the change rooms there. That's how privileged I was in that moment. And I'm still like, no, enough is enough. I deserve my own toilet to poo. And so now I have two poos, two poos, two places to poo. <laughs> it's funny. There, 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 it's, uh, it's funny because you, you have to feel comfortable. You have to feel comfortable. And there's, okay, uh, I love it. there's a bar in the city uh, that I've frequent like for the last uh, 15 years and when they refurbished the owner knows that, gallery. The <laughs> gallery that if you go up on the second floor uh, i'm not sure if the sign's there but there's a toilet named after me because yeah. i shit there all the time when i'm in my city in the city like it's, it's that's the place that and what is it the 38th floor uh in the 
Hyde Hotel. They're the two places I go. Okay, they're the two places oh, I go to shit. Thirty eighth uh, floor. So yeah, how do you? You, yeah. you get a view. So it's the restaurant up there. So you can use the bathrooms there. So you so, go into the Hyatt. You take the lift to thirty eight. Yeah, they say hello, sir. Uh, table for one, and you're like, uh, no, no, just, I'm, uh, I'm, a seat for two. <laughs> no, what you do? What you didn't know that? <laughs> I enjoyed my own. I enjoyed my own joke. That was, that was good. But you do. There is someone there, and you're like, hang on. Um, I'm I'm meeting someone in there. I'll just go to the bathrooms because the bathrooms are before you enter the restaurant. That's the trick. And then you have the view uh, uh, from like the MCG and stuff. So it's quite oh nice. God. It's quite lovely. So, wow. um, but, um, so, hey, so you can't move because of your back. How is your back? My back is um, a great update for everybody. Is I got the okay to start slowly walking and running. Yeah. Um, so the original uh, ratio was about 250 meters of walking, 250 meters of running over 5K. That was about a couple of weeks ago. And um, as of last Saturday, well, you know, as of this week, I've moved it to 100 Ks of uh, 100Ks? 100 Ks, 100 meters, yeah, wow. 100 meters of walking, Ult- and then four marathon. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, walking for 100 Ks and then running for another 200. No, it's 100 <laughs> meters of walking and then uh, four, 400 uh, run. So hopefully uh, this Saturday I'm going to push it to a full 5K and uh, without stopping. I'm super slow, and that that's that's obviously part of the recovery process. But that's okay because oh, you know I'm back at it, and this is what I want to say. Um, we don't say this often enough uh, um, in just in general as human beings, but man, I got to be honest with you. I'm so proud of myself because today is a bit of a hectic day between recording this podcast. Uh, MasterChef is about to come out on I Sunday. Know, Check it out on Sunday, uh, Sunday 730 uh, on channel 10, uh, Celebrity MasterChef. So I'm doing a lot of uh, radio interviews over the phone and stuff like that. And they're kind of staggered between like, you know, Yep. Uh, you know, every 45 minutes is a different call. And um, so you can't really do anything in between as much. So it's fine for me because I'm moving house. Um, and I was like, oh man, when am I going to fucking get to do a run today? So what I did, Ben, this is why I'm proud of myself. I woke up at like 6.30 and went for my run around 7 a.m. Got it out of the way. And in this moment where it was cold, it was fucking like, oh, it was so awful. Man, I loved it. I loved it because I'm coming off the back of very fresh memories of not being able to run. And this is something we've discussed in the past before that like, rather than saying I have to run, saying to myself, I get to run. Like, oh, it's the m- m- mantra to- at the moment. Yeah, I, I get, get to, walk. to walk. Yeah, I was like, man, I forgot my own lesson sometimes. And I was like, this is so, and you know, every bit of discomfort of it, I was like, this is so cool that I get to choose my struggle. Do you know, I'm yeah, choosing oh, to do 100%. this and I'm loving it. And it was one of them. That's why I sound so fucking energetic right now is because even though, you know, the run was about four hours ago, I'm still on that high because of a, you know, I'm proud of the fact that I, uh, you know, continued my walks and made sure that, you know, I never slacked off and my streak of, of doing some kind of exercise almost every day kept going I, I might have missed some days here and there but uh overall like i don't think i missed two days in a row and i'm really chuffed with that uh i um i i i'm glad that i pushed myself to start slowly running and yeah and hopefully on saturday which is uh, two days from when we're recording this i will be able to do a full 5k again without having major issues it's been a while like yeah, it's... yeah i did one i did one back in yeah, I july and my doctor said you're great well done but please don't do that again yeah. <laughs> um i'm uh, i'm i'm in the same boat it's like i gotta take it i can't I, you know like i, I all i want to do is take it to the next level and they're like no 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 yeah yeah like, 
like mm. like I, I had to, I had to take I had I had to take blood tests yesterday, and now I've reached the point where I know and I can tell if someone's not going to be good at their job when it comes to taking out blood. And yesterday I had a woman who uh, look you know I was like mm, she doesn't look great but it would be fine. And uh, in the end she I doesn't have, look great. Uh, no, but it was just a thing you know like you're not you're not looking confident. If someone's uh, taking blood, they're going to look confident. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's like and when then, you go see open mic uh, comics, you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> yeah. Again, when we were in open mic, it's like the material exactly. might have been material might have been good, but yeah. when you show up without the air of confidence that you know what you're doing, the audience starts to panic. Yep. And then, and then, and then in this situation, it was just like, uh, uh, I was like, oh, I could just tell. And then, and then it was like, oh, what does this, what does this say on the form? I was like, I don't know. The doctor wrote that. Why, why are you asking me? And she's like, oh, it'll be all okay. I was like, don't say it's going to be all okay if you don't know what written it. And then four needles later, four needles, it's just supposed to be one. Four needles later. Well, she must really like you. The <laughs> but it's that same thing. It was like, you know, like I'm going to see the specialist again. And, uh, and I'll be like, when can I use my sauna? When can I, when can I hop on the bike again? And I, and I just genuinely have to be patient. Like I'm off antibiotics for the first time in two months. Yes, that's progress. So that is progress. But, you know, you know, then you start getting paranoid. Like, this hurts. Oh, that starts hurting. Like, mm. you're just like, no, no, no. Because I've been doing the same thing as you. But, you know, we're still in lockdown. I wake up at six, go for a walk. I wake up at today. Like, you know, go for a walk and then, you know, see the other people. Yeah, it makes me want to get a dog. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you don't have enough responsibilities right now. Why don't you get a fucking another living thing that was shits and peas and you have to clean up after? Oh, it is, as many parents know, as soon as your kids get a certain age, it is the, un- why can't we get a cat? Why can't we get a dog? And it's like, have you seen how small we live? Uh, and also, that's the other thing. It's like, I have to ask the specialist today whether we can have a dog or a cat. Like there's that, you know, because they have certain bacteria that could affect ah. me and blah, blah, all that kind of stuff. So are you guys in the process of getting a pipette? It, it looks like we're going to probably get a cat. Oh, why don't you just adopt me? Adopt you. Yeah, I'd clean up to my own pool. Uh, that'd be great. Go, and I'd go uh, back to my own place. We've just got the one toilet. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's so kitty litter. I just go back to my apartment and choose from which two places I want to pull in. But it's funny because there are lots of like, you know, we think about adopting like a cat, like from the Lord Smith or, or the RSPCA. The like, Lord you know. Smith sounds so regal. But no, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a Lord Smith uh, animal I'm hospital. I'm just picturing a character from Aristocrats. The, well, but, but, yeah, totally. But it's kind of it's right near the uh, the Royal Women's in North mm. Melbourne, and I used to I don't know if I told this I, we used to adopt uh, kittens um, when I was like in my twenties when uh, my partner and I first moved in together. And so the first time we did is what you do is, is kittens get brought in, but they don't have enough room, so they, you adopt them out, and then you stay with them and pat them until they get to a certain weight, until they get to about a kilo, and then you give them back, and then they're strong enough and healthy enough to give to a family. And the first time I did it, we had, this is how long ago this is, we had uh, two kins, a white one and a black one, which I called oh. at the time Obama and McCain. <laughs> Again, long time ago. <laughs> okay. I mean. <laughs> I know, long time ago. Not right? that long ago, Ben. Okay. So I was patting them. And <laughs> which I, one was which? <laughs> <laughs> and then, so we, I had both of them. And then they were 2007 like, maybe. That's not that long ago. Mate, that's 15 years ago. 
Yeah, all right. <laughs> it's, it's a, so anyway, because so, I remember my was like saying, I was like, oh, it's, it's something, you know, we can do. And I was like, you look after them for like six weeks. So I had them for two weeks and it was amazing. It just pat each one. I was like, so cute. And they're like, and then you have to take them once a week to get them weighed. And if they don't reach that bark, then you take them back. So I was like, okay, here I have Obama and McCain with me. <laughs> and I put them on the scales after like, I think like two weeks. I was like, first weigh in. And they're like, oh, wow, they're fit and healthy. We'll take them now. I'm like, what? You said I could have them. For six weeks, like, no, 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 it's a kilo. And then I started to cry. <laughs> then you put like, them on a diet. Then you see they're, they're underfed. You put them in the sauna, let them get dehydrated. But then I became so attached to them. So it was like the first one was really painful. But then after that, and you can still do it now. Like we, we had like an old cat uh, called Pigeon. We had another, like we did it for a while, which is good if you don't want the commitment of having a pet full time. So there's, there's something that Lord Smith animals, they still do it. Maybe not. Well, you know what? Maybe not uh, anymore, but there was maybe a period where people talked to me about when I was really struggling last year, being alone, that to get a pet. And I was like, no, I'm not going to fucking, you know, get a lot a of pet. people did it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. But just, just to fucking to try and curb my own sadness to bring a life into my <laughs> uh, uh, life into my home. And then all of a sudden, you know, when work started coming, I'm just going to have to, you know, find ways to let this poor thing live. Um, then I realized, yeah, okay, that's, that's, I can't even fucking get a plant. I don't, even, you know what I mean? Let alone, yeah, no, so I, I, totally. I got to keep myself alive, you know what I mean? Let alone this fucking creature. And that's why, that's why we're choosing a cat over a dog. Cause at least with the cat, you can, like, if you get a dog, you got to put it in a kennel every time you go away. You still have to look after the cat. You can't just leave the cat in the house. No, no, but you can leave it like a couple of days food or you can get like a neighbor to feed it. Like, it's not like they have to take it for a walk and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. there's there's a lot less, and that's where I think we're maintenance. At the yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And sure, also, sure. it's a teacher responsibility. Kids have, you know, you got to feed it, you got to look after it, come to the vet, all that, you know. And also, mm. you know, it's also a good life and death when they pass away to teach kids. Yeah, true, true. But don't forget, cats are cunts. So anyway, <laughs> uh, got no lives, so. don't 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 at me, don't at me. I know cat lovers. They the, um, the, the other thing I've been doing morning walks, but I have entered a new realm just because of the limited mobility I have, thanks to my patched up groin, uh, is that um, I have a set of kettlebells in the backyard. Ooh, so my what friend, weights are that? Uh, so I've just I've got an eight kilogram one uh, and a twelve kilogram one, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and I'm just working with the with the eight one uh, very gently, just a little bit of strength, a little bit of core work. Again, I can only do so much, but kind of been fun actually having access to something in the backyard, even though I have to do it in front of my sauna. But just like simple weights, uh, also a lot harder than I thought. A lot of it's about technique. <laughs> oh, man, John, yeah. Yeah, so it was just like really learning. And Chitoros and my friend um, who uh, um, uh, Sudi does really well, he like, you know, showed me a couple of techniques and, you know, simple programs. But, yeah, it's... Uh, it's Based uh, on where your uh, surgery and, and where the majority of your, uh, um, what do you want to call it, wound? Yeah, it's, yeah, well, it's three, yeah, three wounds. Yeah, yeah but, where yeah, the wounds are... Healed. It's near the pelvis, right? It's like the leg of yep. the pelvis. Yeah. The movement of a kettlebell swing to me feels like you're compressing that part of the pelvis yeah. and then which, extending it again. Which you do it without the kettlebell, those moves. So when you do those moves, you're just doing it without a kettlebell. So you're doing it very gently and then doing So you don't need, basically, you don't need the kettlebells. No, no, no. no. You have to do it for the upper body strength. So how are, you using, how are you using the kettlebells right now at this point? 
How this one, so, so it's uh, it's very simple upper body strength. So a lot of biceps. Mate, you remember we're in an audio uh, medium because you keep doing the action, and I'm like, that's very lovely. The, but um, it's pretty much just like having normal weights, really. That's what it is. Like I have one swinging motion um, that I do, uh, but the other ones, it's just using them just like normal weights. So bicep curls, triceps, triceps, uh, shoulders. Uh, yeah, one swinging up, then putting it up in there. So it's sort of like a shoulder press. Yep. Again, do, 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 <laughs> put your hands behind your back and try and explain what you yeah, want to say. I, I don't know. Uh, was the other one uh, uh, sort of like uh, <laughs> again? His hands just keep going. This is it's really is wonderful because because the one thing is when I was doing the swing and I was doing it the first time around, so up to the shoulder, then back down, yeah. I just nearly hit my knee. I was like, can you imagine? Like, how just, long are your hands? Are you like I, an ape? Yeah, well, yeah, it was kind of like, it was weird. Like, because you watch YouTube videos and it looked really easy. And then my friend said he put like a, you know, a little bit of a program together. Because at first I said, look, just give me a 20 kilo one. That'll be easy. He's like, no, mate. You're like, what, you think you're going to swing 20 kilos? I'm like, yeah, that'll be fine. Mate, 20s. <laughs> so I have a 16 and it is hectic. I I, uh, I can use the 16 these days when I lie on my back on the ground and yeah. use it like a bench press. So single, yeah, yeah, yeah. single arm kind of bench press. I kind of do it with that so that yeah. my back isn't engaged uh, or the lower back isn't, you know, stressed. Um, uh, but yeah, 16 is so fucking heavy, let so alone 20. And then, and then, like you hear people over like, like, like a, like a, a twenty-four. Kid. I was like, "What are you? What are oh, you?" Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are people who like. There are people we know that use like. I, I think I actually managed to get up to about eighteen to twenty uh, kettlebells before my back fucked up. Yeah, I know. So, but again, it's that thing where I was like, in my head, usually I'd be like, "Let's go, let's go, gangbusters, let's bring out the twenty and go bananas." I was like. No, 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 no. Remember that time you were in hospital for two weeks? Do you remember that time? Do you remember that time? Time to just to rein it back in. Just go for that walk, have a little bit of kettlebell, and then call call it quits. Because the paranoia kicks in because I'm like, I don't want to end up in there, especially not now in the current climate. I do not want to end up in hospital again. Well, is it paranoia or self-preservation? Bit of both, but sometimes yeah. I feel like something's hurting, and I'm not sure if it is. Because <laughs> when I, th- all right, fair enough. Because when I think paranoia, I think things that you're worried about that might not necessarily be real or not. Whereas yeah, self-preservation totally. is knowing the risks and knowing that uh, that this is a possibility that you don't want to, uh, like, you know what I mean. I'm not paranoid about UFOs. Some people are. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think it's no it, issue. Huh? I've got no uh, issue. I, 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 do you know that I actually think that aliens do exist? Yeah, I'm not far off it. To be honest. Yes. And my only thing is that they, 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 I reckon they probably do, statistically speaking, the idea that, you know, they don't, that there's such a vast universe out there and we don't, you know. And I reckon they do. The ones. I reckon but, they do kettlebells. <laughs> oh, probably. With, with us in as part of the, the, the earth. Like, earth is part of it. You know what I mean? Um, when you think of how small we are, the idea that the arrogance just assume that we're the only ones is ridiculous to me. Yeah. But. I'm not worried about it because I don't think they give a fuck about us. That's my other thing. It's just like, I it's the same it. way. Uh, I, I kind of think it was Neil deGrasse Tyson said, you know, a worm has no awareness of who we are as humans. Yeah. Like the, for a worm, their entire life, their their field of vision or whatever is so specific to this weird dimension. They don't know we exist, but we're there. We know we're there. Yeah, the yeah, worm yeah. has no clue. What's the equivalent of that? Maybe there's a, ver- a dimension that we just <laughs> don't understand, yeah. but there's this, people watching us you know yeah like i just like the idea that we're the worm 
to the aliens. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah it completely. We was completely oblivious uh, to what might be out there. But that's not. Anyway, I'm get, going to another rabbit hole. We're in a fucking <laughs> ro- the <laughs> tangents quite today. A few river, rabbit hole tangents today. I love so. it. I love it. I love it. Uh, speaking of rabbit holes, uh, the ups and downs of uh, the Victorian lockdown is really fascinating to me because. Um, Right now, I'm on a high. In fact, when we got on the pod uh, before we hit record, I was like, "Fuck it, let's go!" And I said to you, "Had you asked me yesterday, how 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 would I, I would have sounded a lot different." Yeah, yeah. And it is really um, fascinating. I don't like to say cool um, because it's not cool, but it's fascinating to me just to see how volatile. You know, forget crypto. Oh. How volatile my happiness is at this point. And again, going back to being proud, I'm so proud of the amount of effort that I put into trying negate those volatilities to put things systems in place to know that oh okay i'm feeling down what do i need to do i need to go to get a cold shower go for a walk talk to a loved one you know things like that just just having my systems in place i'm really proud that i have them and i execute them and you know still be managed to get work done and etc etc but it is tough and yesterday specifically the reason why i think i woke up um feeling down is my brother next Wednesday is going to go visit mom and dad in Sri Lanka. Uh, <laughs> and not, and I know it's saying down, it, it, it sounds like I'm being really negative. No, 99% of me is so happy and excited that mom and dad get to be with one of us. he can travel. But he can actually travel. And, uh, you know, knock on wood, as my mom says, inshallah, he'll be there. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, uh, but yeah, so it, like, I was so filled with joy and excitement that, uh, you know, when I spoke to him and then we did a family chat about it and, you know, my folks were quite emotional and they're choked up because I guess, um, you know, our generation, uh, we don't have a full appreciation of how tough that must be for that generation. Like, you know how much your, your parents have been craving family time. Imagine yeah. not even having like the drive-by visits and stuff like oh, yeah, that. No, so mom and dad are alone, alone. And it's been really hard. Like I haven't seen them in two years. They haven't seen my brother since Feb 2020. Mm. So it's been really tough. And, you know, it's a really grim, you know, card to be dealt if you're, if you're in the, you know, the, the latter half, let's say of your, of your lifespan, you know? Yeah, totally. and, and, and so, um, so it, it was really lovely, but the next morning I woke up and this incredible wave of formal, actually not even the next morning that night, I was like, Oh, oh, I want to go. Like, oh, what can I go? And and here's the thing: if um, so, I'm really, I'm again, don't, don't don't get mince my words. I am so happy. In fact, I told my brother this exact thing that I'm saying to uh, to the listeners and you is that yeah, like so so happy about it. But I'm, I'd be lying if I said there isn't this overwhelming, powerful sadness of not being part of it and uh, not being able to do it uh, has and. If Melbourne was fully operational, if uh, we were doing gigs every night, if we were, you know, being able to go to restaurants and cafes, um, you know, and having, yeah, yeah. If if that was all happening and I still couldn't go, I would feel jealous, right? Like I'm saying our our lives could be at peak Victoria, let's say like April when we were, you know, flying. Um, I still would feel jealous that he's able to go, but not only do we not have that here in Victoria, when he goes, if I get my exemption right, I will be in quarantine in a, in a house by myself <laughs> in, in fucking South Australia while he's going to be that entire, the same, same period that he's going to be in Sri Lanka, I'm going to be in this house. And I That's was like, insane. oh man, I'm, I'm like, look, 
uh, I'm again glad that I talk about my mental health and I'm uh, in fact again I forgot to announce I'm the ambassador for mental health Australia for another year so that's oh, yeah, cool yeah, yeah I've been putting that, some yeah. I'm putting some videos out about uh, how to look after your mental health Australia look forward look up look after each other uh, and so uh, I uh, I basically am glad I'm on top of it and I'm aware of it because at least now when I go into this fucking you know zone knock on wood I get the exemption uh that I can prepare myself for knowing that I'm just going to be smashed with jealousy and FOMO. So not only am I going to be FOMOing my family reuniting, but I'm also going to be FOMOing just walking outside the house. (laughs) Oh my God. I can't, I, 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 yeah. Even then for people who are listening to this pod now, like it's just, you know, Sydney, their announcements with their new premiere, like Sydney's just like partying like there's no tomorrow. Parents (laughs) are like, like, you know, the fact that they can take their kid to a pool, it is just Uh phenomenal. And I know that so many parents in Melbourne are like, oh, mate, the day that you can just take your kid to school is just, it's just the, 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 just the, the the release, the excitement for everyone, for the kids and everyone, but just that the mental, uh, the idea that, you know, like, again, like we had a play tape with a whole bunch of kids recently and it just, some of the parks now, which for, for, some of the parks have turned into schools. So you end up having half a class in the neighbourhood. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of cool, right? It's kind of cool, but then also like, why aren't they just in class? Yeah. <laughs> So, hey, but exciting news, though, because there is a possibility you could actually leave the country soon. That's what Scott Morrison says. Just putting it out there. Well, so, I uh, called my travel agent, right? Uh, obviously, being someone sorry, who how old I you? had this feeling. <laughs> 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 yeah, I know, I know, I know there's Webjet and stuff, but he's got some, like, he's got specific Sri Lanka, specific. He's got a keyboard that's really fast. <laughs> Uh, yes, correct. But it's also, it's still cheaper than for me, I found with him specifically for Sri Lankan flights. If I was going to book, you know, domestic, I'm going to go on my own, but with Sri Lankan flights, he still has certain historically had he's got, he's got the he's got the, the the quick direct flights to colombo that, that's, that's well no 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 no. it's just simply like when a when an airline you know they have a pocket of flights to sell they give a certain section to a travel agent saying all right if you can push for these ones we'll you know here's it at discounted rates um which is not available to the public we've talked about this i was in colombo when i was six years old have we talked about yeah. that <laughs> yeah we have and there was a terrorist attack and you know you guys are on the plane yeah <laughs> Yeah, okay. Thanks, thanks, thanks for the, the the bloody tourism campaign for Sri Lanka just then. The, no, 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 no. That was the one where the, yeah, the, yeah, the plane fell fell off. Part yeah, we had to land. Yeah, that's right. We talked about that. Yeah. Yeah, um, so um, I called him and he said he's basically my travel agent said that uh, yeah, Scomo, it's all very cute, but he there's actually nothing in place, and so airlines aren't really budging and changing things. You know what I mean? So I really I and looked at really expensive. Yeah, I looked at my options. It's like eight grand. Each way or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and, and that's what's going to be happening. It's funny though. It's like it's, it depends on what level you're looking at. Like I'm, you know, because we go do the annual camping trip every year, and everyone is hanging for it. And it looks like that's the one thing that we've been able to do each year. Mm. And so much funny. Like you know, everyone's quiet on the WhatsApp group, and then someone just goes, "Has anyone got that video that Ben made? I need a hit." So I put on all my old camping videos where you sort of cut it together, and people are like, "Oh, I just watch the camping." You go, "Okay, I know I've got that in January." Just need to work until we get to January and then we can go camping again. And that's the one thing. Like, God, I just can't wait. So uh, congratulations, Sydney. You're on your way out first. Um, Melbourne, you're not too far away. And WA, you're a country in itself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Can I quickly finish up on this? Yeah. I finally had my hernia appointment. 
That has oh, been really? pending since uh, February 2019 was when I had first allocated, but I was going to be at the Fringe World in WA back then. So couldn't do it and kept getting moved because of COVID. So I finally had my inguinal hernia, which is obviously in the pelvis area. Yes. I had that appointment. And Ben, that appointment was over telehealth. <laughs> I have never in my life, maybe who's recording this? I've never in my life, I've never in my life sent a dick pic, right? No, 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 I haven't. It's just not my style. I've never, I've been asked uh, to send it. I'll be like, no, thanks. Here's my fucking gorgeous face. That's the best you're going to get, right? Uh, (laughs) Well, he's a dick. Yeah, he's a dick. So, uh, uh, and so the idea of fucking having to be at a webcam that yeah. is, uh, you know, just in my home, I'm mean, having to pull my pants down and show. I was nervous about it so much, right? So, so nervous about it. Um, when they called me and said it's going to be a telehealth thing last week, I was like, please, please, let me just go in. Please let me go in. I don't, yeah. don't want to get my dick out on a camera, please. And they were like, oh, look, we can't. The doctors are all being sent home because of um, the, the hospital that... Uh, I was in uh, basically has become a COVID hospital, sadly. And, um, uh, you know, all of them are working from home. So like, fine. I, I, I like the option is to delay it for, for longer, which I don't know when, or I can do it telehealth. I said, okay, fuck it. Let's do it telehealth. <laughs> Yesterday morning, uh, I was all nervous about it. And then, you know, first of all, I goes through the camera and it goes to the nurse's station, uh, and, you know, who it is. And I'm like, there's two, there's two women. <laughs> like, yeah, basically I was like, Oh, wait, wait, hang on. Wait. I was like, obviously, you know, I'm at the desk, so there's no crotch visible and I'm wearing uh, shorts. And then uh, the nurses are there like, okay, we'll patch you through the doctor. I'm like, okay, great, cool. This is going to be private. It felt like all of a sudden this felt too public because there were people walking in the background. And then the doctor comes in and he's just at home. He's wearing a T-shirt. He's got, yeah. uh, he's got, uh, he's got iPod um, you know, headphones in. He's just chilled. He's young, young man. He's, he looks younger than me. He's a young Asian man. And I'm like, you look like someone I used to do assignments with. Why yeah. am I, like, I felt so like, like, is that weird that I wanted him to be in the outfit? <laughs> oh, 100%. I've, I've had exactly I just the same wanted thing. him to wear the costume. Let me feel like you are a doctor. Yeah. And, and. He was he was wonderful. He was really great. He, he you know we talked. Like have about a chart it. in the background, even if it has nothing to do with what you do. Have a chart. Oh, no, I think it was just his like kitchen or some shit. And uh, yeah, there was really no like sense that he was. I was talking to a doctor. You know what I mean? And a mate even, of mine did one where he was in a share house. The doctor lived in a share house. Are he you said it was kidding me? So just someone walks past in the kitchen. You're like, come on. Yeah, come on. This is this surely is a breach of the rules about this private and confidential chat. Like uh, I know you've got headphones in. So, yeah, I know. Yeah. But I was feeling really unsettled. And then yeah, we talk, we talk, and I'm like waiting for the moment where he's like, all right, let's see it. And then he goes, anyway, so uh we think we're gonna your surgery is gonna be good, it won't be for another year or so. But in the meantime, let's organize an ultrasound and yeah, that'll be good. All right, goodbye. Like I was like, wait, you don't need to see. Uh, and he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll just do the ultrasound and we can have a better view there. I'm like, yeah, yeah, oh, totally, yeah. all that nervousness for nothing. Like my pants stayed on. I'm like, I'm like, can I show you a little bit? Just because I, you know, <laughs> I shaved. Well, mine, mine's been moved. Like I got one Friday to review the scars, but they've just moved it because to, to telehealth. And I'm like, but you have to press on it to feel how hard it is. Like every time we go in, like, and then I, I'm literally going to have to pull my pants down and just shove it close to the camera. Yeah, and go. Yeah, like, and no, like no. you push it. Where does it hurt? Like all that yeah. kind of stuff. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Like, can I come for that one? Because I really want to know. After 
After Mario. grooming it so well, I want people to see it. It's the um. There's there's one. No, no, stop showing me. I don't want to know. Do you want to see the sky? No, it? no, Ben, please. I'm, I'm. This is Ben. Can you see that? This is non-consensual sky show. I know, but can you see that though? Like yeah. it's like it's quite yeah. a beautiful pattern. Yeah, yeah. He's showing me his thigh, by the way, folks. He's yeah, relax. It's so there's like a line though. with dots on it. <sighs> I'm, yeah. This is not how I wanted to end this. Podcast. <laughs> um, all, all right. right. Well, we gotta go. We gotta um, go, Benjamin. So lovely to see your face. Lovely, lovely to, to see again. you. Uh, Good. Good luck. Tune into Master Shift, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yep. uh, October 10th, uh, Sunday uh, onwards. So it'll be like Sunday, Monday, I think. For and the next, we're hoping to do a couple of Patreons about it. Behind the scenes. Are so, we? Are we? So, yes. so, we, will, um, we, will, we will do some stuff there, some content. Uh, so please uh, subscribe to the Patreon, patreon.com slash FitBetPod. Uh, a couple of uh, episodes um, have been coming out and some good ones to come ahead as well on the yes. Patreon. Uh, and yeah, we'll have some, um, uh, some fun over the next couple of weeks. Uh, look forward to more guests and me and Ben discussing. Probably the next time we do a one-on-one is when I am in, you know, knock on wood, uh, in quarantine in South Australia. Australia. So it's going to be a while until we're going to be back in the studio together, unfortunately. But uh, but at least we can still do it via Zoom. Yes. So, that's right. Take everybody. Uh, Daruk J at Instagram and Ben Lomas Comic on Instagram and my other podcast. And uh, also just a reminder. Let me get my plug out. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My other podcast, Dilrook's Mad Stacks, uh, where we talk about all things finance. I realize I need a third podcast because I have this one and I have that one, uh, the Mad Stacks one. And I realize the topics of that is this one is healthy. Yeah. The other one is wealthy. So I need a third podcast for wise. So healthy, wealthy, and wise. <laughs> the Dilrook trilogy. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and just a reminder, uh, even, uh, look, fans that have been listening to us from day one, even new fans, uh, of course, uh, share the podcast, but also uh, always write a little review on, uh, on uh, iTunes. That always helps us out. So we've had a couple recently but we'd love some more it just helps us uh yeah get the pot out there a bit more but again thank you all the patreons again for sticking through it we've got a couple of yeah as dill said a couple of new episodes coming up and the last one with dave quirk was a cracker it went uh where we did not expect it would go like most of the time we do a patreon so uh thanks guys it was uh, all about uh cold wim hof and uh yeah. wim hof meditation it was wonderful yeah it was amazing and enjoy your weekend guys and we'll Take see care. you next week love you all Bye. Bye.